Welcome to Clean Break, the weekly divorce podcast. We share the stories and experiences of divorce professionals. Find all the answers about the many complex questions about divorce and separation at divorcenet.ca. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today on Clean Break, the divorce podcast, a place where you can find all the answers to the many complex questions surrounding divorce and separation. I'm Darren Javag, the chair of DivorceNet and your host for the show. With me is Tina Murray, DivorceNet's vice chair and co-host of the show. So good morning, Tina. Good morning, Darren. And who do we have lined up for today? So this morning we have Ian Detchen. He is with 911 Home Inspection Services. He is a home inspector uh, locally lives in Osgood, does work in Kempfel and Ottawa area. And so welcome to the show, Ian. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Well, I uh, am a home inspector. Um, I started my own company two and a half years ago. Um, It's a side job for me. I have a full-time job as a paramedic locally in Kempfel. Have been doing that for 20 years. Um, I wanted to... uh, I always wanted to have my own business and start to, uh, you know, do something on the side. And I decided to start this home inspection company to help people in a different way. Mm. So what, what, why home inspections? There's millions of businesses. <laughs> why home inspection? Um, I wanted to, I, I did construction before I did, uh, became a paramedic. And so I, I kind of knew I wanted to do some construction, you know, sort of on the side, uh, but I didn't want to leave my job because I love my job. So I needed something that I could do on the side. And being an actual construction person, it, it, that's not a part-time job. Right. You, you, you know, people are relying on you for to get things done. And I couldn't, so I, I couldn't be actual construction itself. So then I was thinking, what what could I do in the construction industry that you sort of can do it and get be done and then not drag on? And so I came across this home inspection stuff. I looked into it, figured I uh, found out I could do the whole thing online like all my courses online and and it just sort of worked for my situation and here we are I also like the fact of your name, right? Because it kind of correlates nicely well, to what your other job is. Exactly. 911. <laughs> and, and when I was thinking of a name, I, you know, I was, what, what should I call it? What should I call it? And and it just sort of popped into my head one day. I was like, 911. You know, people call 911 when they need help. And yeah. it just sort of, it just stuck. Kind of bridges. Yeah. yeah. It, it bridges my two careers. So I, you know, that's I, great. Yeah. That's great. So give us a, uh, I mean, most people know what a home inspection is, but tell us, um, what do you do while you're doing a home inspection? Well, um, so basically it's my job as a home inspector to point out all the problems in a house, all the problems and all the good things in a house. So it's not my job to say, to tell a client buy the house or don't buy the house that's not my decision um my my prop my um goal is to prevent uh, present all the problems with the house and it's the client to decide whether they want to take that on or not right. mm-hmm. some people i mean i've done home inspections where um there were so many problems with the house that i in my head i was going they really shouldn't buy it but they love the house and they ended up buying the house. So right. it's not it's it's not for me to say 
do or don't. It's for me to present all the facts and then the client's decision to, you know, whether they want to go forward or not. Right, because so, they can make the choice as to whether they want to expend the money to, yeah. to take care of those problems. I have no idea. I, I don't know what people's situations are, how mm-hmm. much, what their skill level construction in right. the background is or how much money they have to spend. That's, I, I don't know any of that. Right. So, you know, as long as I do my job properly and, um, present them with everything that's wrong they can make their decisions so you know what i like about about what you do though is you give people options right because you you're saying look you're you're going into this like with with a clear perspective on what it is you're doing yeah you know you can't come back later and say well oh my god this is a money pit i can't believe i walked into this thing Mm -hmm. without knowing it you're giving them all of 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 the challenges with the property yeah right yeah so yeah i like that the the biggest thing is is clients and people in general they want information and so it's my job to provide them with information right and then if you have all the information then then people can make their own decision right right? so there are i remember a part of my course um there was a, a section on, in it that said, it's not your job to say yes or no. It's your job to pre- to present the facts. Mm-hmm. And uh, that always kind of stuck with me because I, I've heard of home inspectors, you know, killing deals. I, yeah, I hear about hear it through real estate agents. Mm-hmm. Oh, the home inspector killed the deal. And I was like, well, why did the home inspector kill the deal? Like, how did that happen? And they said, oh, well, they, they told their, their, my, their clients not to buy the house. And I, I, that always kind of sticks with me that it's wrong. It's not, it's not the, it's not for for me to say, and it's not for any home inspector to say. Present the facts. Yes. They have the facts. They can make an informed decision based on what you've done. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So from head to toe, basically, is what you look at in the house. I go from, I start on the outside. Um, I walk, I do a full walk around of the house. I look at all the foundation, exterior foundation, the exterior wall the exterior windows, the eaves. Uh, then I go up on the roof if I can. I, you know, I look at all the roof, uh, uh, the penetrations through the roof. I look at the shingles. Once I've done that, that's about 45 minutes. I'm outside the house. And then I go inside. I go straight to the basement, into the mechanical room. I find the electrical panel. I pull the cover off. I take a look at the panel, make sure everything's, you know, up to date. Nothing wrong with it. Um, then I go to the furnace. I completely um, take the cover off the furnace, go through the whole furnace, all the duct working in the basement that I can see. Um, I check out the plumbing systems. I I make sure all the natural gas lines are proper and grounded. Um, Then I uh, do a sweep of the basement, look for, you know, any foundation water um, that uh, that I can see. Most basements are finished, so that's kind of challenging. Mm -hmm. That's one of the challenging aspects of my job is that, you know, I can't see everything right. and I can only report on what I see. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> there's, there's you use a, those cameras. I, I have a thermal yeah. imaging camera. Okay. Yeah. So right. they're good because they, they can tell cold hot spots and cold spots. Right. right. So, right. They, so wetness or dampness comes up as cold. So right. they're, they're, they're good for finding dampness, but they, they don't see through walls. And I think right. that a, a lot of people think that they see through walls, which right. they don't. Yeah. <laughs> all it does is it tells you different temperature ranges. And so it gives you clues. It's basically, it's a, it's a, it's a clue to sort of look deeper into, right. okay, right. well, why you is see this something like that this? stands out? Exactly. Yeah. So, so it, it, you just use all your tools that you have and then try to 
you know, come up with a, a reason like mm-hmm. why it's like that. So, so something you, you, you've talked about just as we were talking, um, you know, you, you, you're looking at foundations, you're looking at furnaces, you're looking at electrical. It sounds like you need to be an expert in pretty well everything to do with the house, which I, not to say you're not, but I would assume you're not an expert. I'm not an expert. So what do you do? Like you're looking, how do you, like, I mean, you're looking at a panel, obviously you have some construction background, you have a pretty good idea. Um, Do you take pictures and then, you know, maybe say that there's a problem? Like, how do you say there's a problem here? You're not an expert. No, I'm not an expert. And no home inspector is an expert. So it's, it's, uh, experience. Yeah. No, the way, the way I, the way I, um, um, like it too is, is I'm a GP, I'm a general practitioner as a Mm -hmm. doctor, right? Mm -hmm. So I know a a little thing, a little bit about a lot of things, right? Right. Right. And when there's something wrong, then you get referred to a specialist. So if, if I see something like the electrical panel, something isn't sitting right, I know something's wrong. I always say, you have to have this looked at by an electrician. I'm, sure. And I always state, I'm not an electrician. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. But there's something wrong that needs to be looked. It needs to be further evaluated. Right, and it may, and it may, they may get an electrician and find out that oh, it's a small little tweak. It's Ex- not a big deal. Exactly. Or it's actually cancer throughout the house. Exactly. You know, kind of. Thing. I have an electrician that I deal with, um, and a lot of times on site, I'll take a picture, I'll send it to him. He'll take a look at it and go, oh, yeah, I should go take a look at that. Or, no, it's fine. It's, and he's gone to houses behind me and gone, no, it's, everything's fine. Nice. Like, don't worry about it. I like that. I like mm, that because collab- you get you get an yeah. instant answer. Yes. Collaborative. You know, yeah. about, you know, you go back 20 years ago. It's like, well, call an electrician. He'll come in and look at yeah, it. Exactly. And now you, you're extending that yeah. whole mm-hmm. uh, yeah. two weeks later. The we short, we shorten the time frame a lot. Yeah, these that's, days. Yeah. that's brilliant. It's, it's yeah. almost instantaneous, right? You, I did a house the other day and there was something I didn't like about uh, about the electrical panel I texted him and I said I'm just texting my electrician I should know within a few minutes you know to the client and yeah. and a few minutes later I got a text back saying yeah I think they're fine you know and I was able to give the client a, um, you know an answer sort of right then and there right, yeah. right so I know I've sat in on some presentations that you've done and um, it always amazes mm-hmm. me some of the pictures that you bring up yeah you know where where <laughs> someone has cut into the main beam. support beam yeah. of the house yeah. to do something and you're like and you're like explaining the dangers of this one yeah. one small thing right and you're like yeah the house could fall down on yeah. you right now yeah. right? in fact evacuate now no yeah. just there's saying. there's a lot of shocking things that yeah. you, that yeah. you go into houses and and do it yourselfers yeah, they're, well, they, they're do it yourselfers for a reason, right? Yeah. That, there's yeah. a reason why they're called that, um, and they a lot of people don't really know what they're doing, and mm-hmm. so they, um, you know, they they do fixes, they take things down, and they're wrong. They're just so wrong, and so it's it's shocking what you find sometimes. So, so to follow up with that question, right? Mm-hmm. One of the other things that you presented on when I saw you is that you were talking about how even brand new. I was just gonna. Brand new houses, yeah. and you show yeah. pictures of like brand, like like it was like these things are so brand new they still have the new car smell, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. how new these things are, and you walk away showing a client like twenty different things that are wrong with the house, yeah. right? So yeah, and that's that's shocking to them. It's mm-hmm. it's absolutely. You know, they you buy a new house, you expect it to be new and yeah. proper and and good. And I mean, I did one in the fall, and the house was six months old. 
and there were so many things wrong with it. And, mm. you know, they were trying to go back to the company and that's why they brought me in. They wanted my mm, opinion and my report and my pictures so that they had more um, ammunition to go right. back and say, look, I had this house inspected. It's six months old. Right. You know, I, I get I get asked, you know, all the time, I'm buying a new house. Should I get it inspected? Right. And my answer is yes. Like right. you should, because there are things wrong. I never would have thought there of that. There are never. things wrong, right? So, okay, so let, let's just kind of bring you around a little bit. We want to talk about DivorceNet. You are yep. a, a member of DivorceNet. And so why, well, a couple of questions, but and I, I'll ask one. Why would you Why would you recommend yourself, first of all? That'll be question one. But um, how, how do you help in a divorcing situation? Um, first and foremost, I mean, I would recommend myself because I'm, I'm honest. And I'm always going to put my clients first. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to build my business. And, um, you know, by doing that, I know it's all about referrals and making people happy. And so I'm always going to do the right thing for my clients. Right. Right. A happy client is going to refer me to somebody else. And that's how I'm, my business is growing. It's all about referrals from happy clients. Right. So I'm always going to, I'm never going to lie to a client just to get a deal put through. I, I, I'm not associated with any real estate agents. Um, so I'm not going to, um, you know, pass a house, quote unquote, pass a house just so that ju- the, real just so the real, real estate agent is happy. You know, right. that's never, I'm never going to do that. Um, you know, I'm always going to be honest. I'm always going to point out the facts and I'm going to make sure that you're happy with what I've done. And if, something goes wrong or you're not happy I'll do my best to fix it well even just the what you were saying earlier about you know being able to take a picture of an electrical panel and, mm. and immediately send it to to an associate of yours and then get a response quite shortly thereafter yeah. is a value absolutely huge value yeah. right so they're not saying you know that you're not they're not just taking your word who you've said you're a GP not a not a specialist yeah. um, and and saying oh there's got to be something wrong but you've actually gotten a concrete answer back from a, an electrician or he's could come in very quickly. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. and my electrician is is great. He, you know, he he understands the real estate process is is there's a time constraint on everything. Mm-hmm. You know, everything has to be done fairly quickly. So he's been really good with me about getting into houses quickly so that the clients can have a decision or an idea of like is this something that we can work with or do we sort of walk away from it? Right. Um, so he's, uh, my electrician been really good with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and then, so how do I help divorce people? Like, um, I understand I'm, I'm divorced myself. Okay. I've been through that. I've been through the process. I know how stressful it is. And the last thing you want to do is worry about your home inspection or worry about the house that you're buying or make a bad decision when you're sort of pressured into it and you're you know you've got so many other things on your mind and you know you're emotional and you don't want to you don't want to make a bad decision Mm -hmm. i've been there i i i know what it's like and i'm never gonna put my clients in a in a poor situation i'm gonna i i'm gonna understand their process i have sympathy for what they're going through so i'm going to be um I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that they're making the right decision. Right. So one quick question. What's just for those people so we can can uh, differentiate between the two. What's the difference between somebody who does a home appraisal 
and someone like yourself who does an inspection? Home appraisal is usually, that's a whole sort of separate entity. You have to actually, uh, you have to go to school to become a home appraiser. Those are done by the bank. Um, they, They don't go through the house and figure out what's wrong with it. They go through the house and um, appraise the value of it. So it's, they, they do something totally different than mm-hmm. me. I'm in a house for generally two and a half to three hours. Um, home appraisers, they're in a house for 15, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So, um, I mean, they'll look at, you know, they will look at some of those things, you know, the, the, you know, uh, as a mortgage agent, I see appraisals every day. Yeah. And, um, and so when I'm looking at an appraisal or a lender is looking at an appraisal, the appraiser may comment on the quality, yeah. right? Um, you know, ceilings are falling down, roof is peeling, you know, yeah. your roof's peeling back. But they don't. They don't get to the core of. Yeah. Of. They they see the obvious things. Right. Right. They're, so they're going to look at the obvious things. But it's my job to look at the things that aren't obvious. Right. You know. Um, the pro- So when I go into a house that's been completely redone, okay, um, especially if it's an older house, you know, clients walk in and all they see is the wow factor. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. The staging. And the staging. Yeah. The, it's the really the nice the really nice <laughs> kitchen mm-hmm. and the nice new floor and the nice paint. I've I don't go for the wow factor. Right. I, I, oftentimes I'm almost the reverse I'm almost the reverse. Okay. When I see a wow factor I go, what are they hiding? Mm. You know <laughs> <laughs> and and so I, I try to go like I, I try to go deeper, you okay. know, and it's yeah. my job to go deeper. Mm-hmm. And because I've been into a few houses and the clients loved it and I'm all sure. they saw was the wow. Yeah. And then, you know, we didn't even leave the basement and they said, We're, we can't buy this house. Yeah. You know, right. because of the things that I found that weren't dealt with properly, you know, and I'm not saying I'm, I would imagine the people selling the house probably didn't even know that. Probably not. The things that were wrong with it, right? <clears throat> you know, so I'm not saying that every wow factor is 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 a trying problem. to is trying to cover something up. Yeah. You know. So, like, um, do you do mostly inspections for people who are buying, or do you do inspections? Let's say, uh, you know, husband and wife are splitting up. Yeah. Wife decides she would like to take the house over. Yeah. Um, I'm, I know this is stereotypical. I'm very, very sorry. Please mm-hmm. forgive me. But uh, quite often, it's the husband who handles most of the repairs and, and yep. maintenance of the home. So as a, as as the other spouse maybe potentially looking at buying the house, yep. is it advised that they get a home inspection? Like, would you... I mean, I know they're going to need an appraisal for um, lending purposes, yep. but... I always say that everybody selling a house should get a home inspection. I don't understand why it's not a bigger um, process than it is. A home inspection is um, a tiny amount of money mm-hmm. to be paying when you're dealing with, let's face it, $400,000 is sort of the average these days. Right. You know, so. So even though they've lived in the home for the, 10 years. They don't, but they don't know what's wrong with the house. Most people right. don't know what's wrong with their own house, mm-hmm. you know? And so if you're, if you're making an investment, let's say so, uh, a couple is 
splitting up and one's taking over the house, you're making an investment in that house. And you're right? giving your partner a certain value. Exactly. To exit that prop that property. Exactly. So let's say you don't get a home inspection, right? And then you find out that um, there's cracking in the found potentially cracking in the foundation which could lead mm-hmm. to water mm-hmm. um, th- the shingles only have three or four years left and then you're looking at a fifteen thousand dollar roof down the line these are things that <clears throat> could come into the negotiations sure. and go well i'm buying the house but we these are things that are going to be costing me money down the road so yeah. you know it could come into the negotiation so that's absolutely that's- brilliant Brilliant, because, you know, that's something I never really thought, even from my perspective as a financial analyst, uh, that's something that I kind of overlooked, like myself, even thinking as a professional, I think, yeah, you know what, like if that property has, you know, uh, 10, 15 years of wear on it, and you identify that it needs $20,000 to bring it up to speed, well, that's $20,000 that you're giving the other partner who's exiting the property, Mm -hmm. you're giving them a pass on that, exactly, right, because the person who stays in the property is going to have to to absorb that cost, yeah. right? So, so why are they not sharing the cost? Yeah, exactly. that's cute. That's awesome. I love that. Love that. Sorry. No, That was great. So I, I have a quick question for you. Um, so what, what do you think is the... Okay, so you have a certain cost that you charge a client to do the inspections, right? Yeah. And we've already established that, you know, uh, maybe even if a couple's not going through divorce, maybe it's a good idea to have your house inspected at some point in time because, I mean, there there could be carbon monoxide issues where there's cracking in the furnace or something that you don't know about because you've lived in the place for so long, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think, uh, I, I know when I heard first heard you speak, I was like, I wonder if I should get my house inspected, well, you know <laughs> even what? though I'm not yeah. selling it. Like, yeah. just yeah. tell me what's wrong with my property yeah. so that I can fix it myself. Preventive right? maintenance, right? Preventive going to the, de- the, yeah. the dentist. Do you ever come across that? Do you yeah. ever come across that? Um, I haven't yet, but it's actually, it's it's not a bad idea. If you've lived in a house for, for a certain amount 10, of time, 15 years. 10, 15 years, yeah. you know, What's three hundred dollars to yeah. to to get a, a checkup? It's yeah. basically a checkup on your house to go. Wow. Okay, well, this is coming up. You know, uh, the furnace has four years left, give or take. I think you got a client. I think I just you just sold me. Here. <laughs> I have a crack above my fireplace, and I've mentioned it to my husband, and he's like, "Oh, it's okay." But it's a crack above the fireplace. Do you know that it wasn't there. So, Ian, when can I book you? <laughs> that's good. That's good. Excellent. Yeah, interesting. So, uh, so, uh, so to kind of um, follow that that logic, right? Yeah. Um, you charge a certain fee, right, to to inspect this, and you threw some numbers around there, which is great. Um, let me ask you something. What do you see as the average amount of money that you probably save somebody? From, from doing that inspection, right? Because I mean, like, I, I know that's a pretty broad brush to paint, yeah. you know, to say yeah. some people, maybe you save them 20 grand, 30 grand, 40 grand more, and other people, maybe it's only like 5,000, yeah. right? But what would you say is like an average kind of amount that you possi- that, a, that a person might save by working with you? Um, I think you, you, you pretty much nailed it. I mean, I think five would be an average, Okay. you know? Um, most of the time, I mean, I've, I've, I did a house in December, I think, some, some, somewhere around Christmas time, and they, we, we were sort of calculating the costs, and they were going to be about thirty thousand dollars of work before they could even move in. They ended up walking away. Yeah. Um, you know, they just weren't in that position, or they, you know, they weren't in the position to to take that on. Um, 
that's a pretty extreme case. You know, there was cracks in the foundation. There was a whole bunch of things going wrong with that house. Um, but usually, it's, uh, five thousand is probably sort of a, a, a ballpark cost that I sort of come up with. It and it's little things. Things add up. You know, <laughs> the the biggest thing overlooked in people's houses is the management of exterior water. Okay. So gutters, proper downspouts, those are huge. And people do, people don't realize how important it is to, to, to control the water coming off of your roof and shelling it away from your foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, and so people... People get a quote for, oh, the gutters are going to be $2,000. Eh, let's let's go to Mexico instead. Mm-hmm. But they don't realize that $2,000 that a preventative maintenance could prevent, could prevent $20,000 right. as the water now is sitting against your foundation and causes a leak right. in the foundation. I got, a, I got a story about that. I just wanted to interject because something like that happened to me in my house. Like the previous owner of my home was one of those uh, do everything with a Band-Aid. Yeah. And then, and also do it yourself. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so, and, and you know what, uh, looking back on it, I wish I knew someone like you because I would have had you come in because your information would have been leverage to use in the sit and the purchase of the property Absolutely. because, yeah, because that property I found out years after I, I'm still fixing problems that this guy yeah. did mm-hmm. to the property. It looked great. It had the wow factor. Yeah. I knew there was going to be some work to do with the property because we were in a neighborhood where our house was a little bit older than the other properties. And most of the people in our neighborhood just want to move into their house. Yeah. They don't want to do any work. So when we bought our house, I was looking at it going, the reason we're going to get this at a discount is it needs work. Right. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I'm willing to do that and hire tradespeople. I just didn't realize how many things it needed. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that stood out to me and only got fixed probably about two years ago uh, was the downspout issue. Yeah. Now we have a whole line of trees beside our house that are every, every fall just dump leaves yeah. into the gutter. So yeah. I'm up on the ladder, you know, trying to wiggle my way across <laughs> the roof to sweep out these east drops. Yeah. So I, I hired a guy to, to do the gutter helmets, you know, the yeah. cover the thing. So the guy came in and he did that and he said, you know, we should inspect the rest of your um, downspouts. And it turns out that, that the previous owner uh, had taken the spouts, the downspouts, and put them right alongside the foundation and then buried them in the ground. So he drilled a little, he, he dug a little hole a holding area <laughs> and then put the downspout to the east drops into the ground in two locations and when the guy came to do the east drops he's like oh my god have you had any foundation problems yeah. and i said no why and he's like this is forcing water against your, founding, yeah. against your foundation. He goes, I'm amazed you haven't had like foundation issues. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we fixed that, but mm-hmm. um, it just goes to show you. Like if I hadn't known that, if I hadn't known yeah. you back when I bought this, yeah. I would have fixed that way before. Now, thank God, touch wood, nothing yeah. came of it. But So did you, know. you get a home inspection when you bought it? Um, and yes, I did. I got some company. Well, I'm not going to mention the company. <laughs> so, but yes, I did actually, and uh, it was that was never brought up. And probably two or three other fairly significant issues that popped up within the first year or two um, were he, it got a rubber stamp from this company. Now it was a larger home inspection company yeah. uh, that you know I saw online that they look credible. Uh, I didn't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. I was told I should do it independently. So I hired them and they gave me a nice little book and with pictures in it and photographs of my roof and da da da. And they said, uh, you know, and I, I mean, as a, as, as a home purchaser, 
sometimes you get caught up in the emotions of buying the property. So yeah. you want to convince yourself to buy it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So you're looking at it and then they give you this package that's, you know, 40 pages long with all these different photographs. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just looked at the guy. I'm like, so what do I need to know? Yeah. Like, yeah. what are the most important things I need to know? Is this like a, a, a money pit for me? And the guy just said, uh, no, you know, he, he pointed out two or three small things that he said, you know, I should talk to try to leverage against the owner. Um, but other than that, he goes, it's a solid pr- place. And he pointed out all, a lot of positive stuff. So I was like, oh, great, great. That's that's awesome. But yeah. then, like I said, two, three years later, it was like this yeah. laundry list of yeah, stuff that of was things. Going yeah. So anyway, that's that's my little story about the downspits because I, re- I I talk to so many people that have foundation issues mm-hmm. because of water mm-hmm. and especially in the country where we live. Mm-hmm. Like you go into the city where everything's on on well, uh, not wells, but um, septic systems, you know, yeah, like there's yeah. sewers, sewer, sewer, sewer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you come out here to the country and everyone's on mm-hmm. septic and, yeah. and, 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 and there's just so much water. So anyways, thanks. <laughs> that was my little plug for you right, right yeah. there, right? So, anyways. So, so DivorceNet yeah. um, is obviously, you know, so again, we talked about that. You are a member of DivorceNet. And, um, you know, I, I think that just from knowing you and knowing what I've seen of you, you know, through other presentations you've made, I think that you could definitely help any client um, when they're looking to either buy a house or... Um, or to take over yeah. a, a house that they're already yeah. living in. Um, I think that you seem to be a good fit as far as helping people through. And I think that your experience with being through a divorce and really probably part of your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, part of your experience in your other job yeah. as a paramedic. As a paramedic, yeah. You know, you just have empathy for people, yeah. right? Yeah. I, you know, I've spent 20 years helping people that's Mm. that's my job i've been helping people and i'm still helping people i'm just helping them in a different way right right um you know my other job i see people at their worst you know you know their worst day of their life that's when i'm dealing with them this time i'm helping people when it could be their best day of their life right you know they're buying their house their dream house um you know they're getting out from a bad situation you know they're breaking free they're happy Mm -hmm. you know so it's i get to see both sides Mm -hmm. you know um i'm still helping people but just in a different aspect Mm -hmm. you know yeah so i love what i do I, I love both jobs. I, well, I, I think they, they both work for me, and, and I think I'm good at both of them. Yeah. yeah. Total yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum, Absolutely. really. But, yep. you know, still 911, you're a home, you're yep. a home emergency home inspector. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe the 911 home inspection will get so busy that you're going to say, that's it. this is going to be the only thing you, yeah. you're going to do, right? Yeah, so, maybe. Cool. Yeah. So I think we're going to wrap it up there. What do you yeah, think, Tina? Uh, that's yeah. great. Um, so, Ian, why don't you tell us uh, and tell the listeners how they can get a hold of you? What's the best way to contact you? Um, well, I have a Facebook page. I have a website and a phone number. Uh, my website is 911his.ca. Uh, my Facebook page is facebook.com slash 911his. And my phone number is 613-240-0125. Bottom line, get a home inspection. Get a home inspection. And even if you've been living in the property. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and check out divorcenet.ca because yeah. you're going to be on there as well. Excellent. Great. Thanks, Thanks a lot for coming today. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Great. You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly podcast on divorce. You can find this and other great advice from divorce professionals at divorcenet.ca, where we upload audio, video, and blog content every week. 